With Metro and the best deal in wireless, whatever your goal, however you hustle, you can rule your day. Get two lines with 5G access included for just $35 a month per line, period. With taxes and regulatory fees always included, so you know exactly how much you pay every month. All on America's largest 5G network at no extra charge. Plus, at Metro, get the latest 5G phones, like a Samsung Galaxy for less than 100 bucks when you switch. That's the best deal in wireless, so you can take control of your day wherever it takes you. Metro by T-Mobile, empowering you to rule your day. Requires auto pay. First month is $40 per line for two lines. Samsung A51 requires port from eligible carrier and ID validation limited to two per account. Coverage not available in some areas. See Metro by T-Mobile.com or store for details. Well, hello, everybody from around the world. I want to take a moment today to welcome you to another another exciting episode of Aaron's Show, the podcast uh, for blind people, where we talk about issues in the blindness community, whether you're listening to Aaron's Show from the United States, Canada, Great Britain, Brazil, uh, Colombia, Vietnam, Spain, or anywhere. Welcome. Today we're joined uh, by someone that I've never spoken to, spoken to before, and I'm really glad that I discovered her YouTube channel. Um, she's blind like me, and she is a YouTuber, and her name is Jennifer Strother, and she joins us today. Jennifer, welcome to Aaron's show. How are you? I'm good, and thank you for having me. I'm happy to be here. You're always welcome here. You know, one of the things that really resonated with me, and I hope will resonate with listeners to Aaron's show, is something you said in one of your videos uh, that I discovered yesterday. You said many, you said many good things, but the thing that I really want to talk about and, and philosophize with our listeners about is to never allow someone else's fear to become your own. I think that's really good advice for anyone. Actually, I think that's great advice for sighted people. Actually, I think that's great advice for our world today, to not allow fears of others to affect our own fears. Talk to our listeners about that. And by the way, give us an introduction. Introduce yourself. And don't forget to tell people a lot about what you meant by that um, by that philosophy in life, because I liked it. All right. Go ahead. Okay. Um, I am a single mother. Um, I adopted a little girl. Um, a few years ago when she was born. So, um, and I have a rare form of retinitis pigmentosa. Um, it's something that's, that's so rare that they only seen it in textbooks. So I was a guinea pig for a little while. Um, it, um, I had to start learning Braille when I was eight years old and started using a cane when I was 10. And by the time I was 16, the shadows were starting to fade and I only had light perception. So um, that's what made it aggressive because a lot of people with retinitis pigmentosa have contrast and shadows and things like that probably well into their 30s most of the time. And sometimes they keep it, which is a blessing. Um, and I just started the YouTube channel because I am a motivational speaker as well, um, but I'm only local and I just wanted to get my message out there to more people. 
what I meant by don't let other people's fears become your fears. So a lot of people, um, when you are blind, especially in my case, I'm the only blind person in my family, which is another rare thing because with retinitis pigmentosa, it's hereditary, but no one's been able to trace anyone else um, on my mother or father's side of the family who has any form of retinitis pigmentosa or blindness, really. Um, uh, the uh, What I meant by that was um, a lot of my family, they are scared or they were afraid for me to do certain things that normal people would do. And so by allowing their fears to become my fears, I became afraid. And there were a lot of things that I didn't do because of that. Now, one good thing about it is because uh, is that while I had family members who were afraid, I also had family members who were probably afraid, but they decided not to let me know that they were afraid. I didn't start riding a bike, for instance, um, without training wheels until I was nine years old. And a lot of kids start doing that probably at about six, maybe five or six years old. And um, the reason why I was able to do that is because I had an aunt who decided she was going to teach me how to ride a bike. And she made my mother stay in the house because I kept falling and it was upsetting her. So she told my mother, go in the house and do something and get out of our face. That's how she said. And she taught me how to ride a bike. My father had a friend who taught me how to skate. So I ended up skating, riding bikes, climbing fences, jumping fences. Um, I played volleyball, not, you know, just for fun with other people I jumped rope I even jumped double dutch which is really difficult if you can't see you have to listen for ropes and if anybody knows any about anything about double dutch you know that there are two ropes that you're jumping so <laughs> I did it all because of those people who did not let me know that they were afraid my mom eventually kind of let she eventually let up I know that she was afraid for me but she let up and she helped me go out into the world and not be so afraid. But even now, I'm, I'm 40 years old and she's still afraid of things. And she'll tell me that she's afraid. And because I got that courage um, in my 20s, I really started getting fearless. Um, I just go out and do what I want to do anyway. And I'll tell her, you know, I'll text you when I get there. Or I'll text you when I get home. And, I'm going out, I'm going to do it. So that's what I mean by don't let other people's fears become yours, because if you do, it will keep you from doing what you want to do and keep you from living your life. And you don't want that. You have to live. Being blind is not the end of your life. It's the beginning of a whole nother life. Definitely. Perfect. Um, and the, the first thing that I have to say is, uh, that I complete, I completely support adoption. Um, it's a bit of a long story, but my brother is adopted. I think that's beautiful. Um, I think that's so great. Um, and, um, and it, it shows, it shows that blind people are capable, by the way. The fact that you did that shows that blind people can do things. And I did um, on my own. I didn't have a husband or a boyfriend or anything. I adopted her. She's all mine. <laughs> would you would you mind if I ask you any any more questions about that? Oh, you can ask me anything you want. That's what I'm here for. 
Oh well, okay. So okay, th- thank you. I I appreciate that. I, it's always important to be careful with with our our listeners and guests because adoption is is a sensitive topic. Um, was it domestic or or international? It was a domestic adoption. Okay, good, good. Well, that's well, that's well, that's wonderful. Um, and uh, yeah, you you basically are no longer a you are no longer local uh, if you're if you're on this show because this show has reached many countries. Okay. Uh, so uh, this is you are not you are not local anymore. Well, it was it was actually easier than I thought it was going to be. I was afraid that it was I was going to have a hard time with it. Um, I was blessed because I knew the biological mother and she was having a hard time and she needed she was pregnant and um she was homeless and Mm -hmm. she had two Mm -hmm. other well she actually had five other children and um she just she needed someone to take the baby and I volunteered because at the time I had a um it's, it's such a weird story but I was uh her children's father and I were together and they were she ended up bringing them to us three of the children she lived out of the city she lived in another city same state um actually was out of state she lived in illinois i was living in missouri um but she was bringing us the children because she was having such a hard time and she was telling me that she was three months pregnant she had no idea what to do with the baby she wanted to put the baby up for adoption but she wanted to be able to kind of keep track of the baby from a distance she didn't want to be involved but she wanted to see the child grow up and everything and she was scared to put the baby like in the system and everything and I said well since I'm taking these three I might as well take that one too (laughs) so she let me have her and I mean needless to say we we me and um my boyfriend didn't the relationship didn't work out we're still good friends but um I went one way, he went another way, and of course he had to take his children with him. But I got to keep the baby because I that was my baby. They ended up being my baby. So um yeah, that's how that worked. The and like I said, the adoption process was not as hard. I didn't I had a lot of support from the courts and from the caseworker mm, and mm, the guardian mm, good, of life. Good, good, and those good. were the ones that I thought were gonna give me a hard time. And indeed, they were indeed, supportive. and I'm glad. Indeed, and I, I'm, I, well, for, well, for one, for for one thing, God, really, a hundred thousand percent. God bless you. God, <laughs> God, God bless you. You truly, that you know, this is this is the epitome of Americanism. When you have someone who is blind or whatever, who has the courage and the humility to adopt someone else's child, simply because simply because they care, and simply mm-hmm. because they know they can. That's that's something that we need and to celebrate to, in this and country. I, I went into that like I go into anything that I want of co- with confidence, and, this is, and I think this that is that helps, with con- that and helps. with confidence and exactly exactly the right attitude. A lot of blind people. Um, uh, I am. I, I will tell you since I asked since I asked you questions, I will give you. I of course have to be fair and mm-hmm. give you more more of my story. Uh, I'm single. Uh, I live with my parents and brother and my old uh, old very old. Uh, retired guide dog. Um, that's a bit of a long story, but um, I, I do follow, you know, issues in the blindness community, whether they be on other pages, other Facebook groups, the various NFB groups, and I have seen a lot of different complaints from a lot of different places about uh, a lot of different blind people complaining about, um, well, a lot of different uh, cases where caseworkers don't either have the 
I don't know what the word is in English, I guess, uh, not ignorance, um, audacity or gall, I guess, to say that blind people cannot have children. Um, there's been a lot of, um, there's been a lot of issues, uh, in, in, in the court system and in, and in civil justice with this, with this issue. Well, yeah. I'm going to tell it, you, I live in Las Vegas now. Right. And yeah. they just had to pass a bill. I think they passed it last year called the Blind Parents Bill or something like that mm-hmm. because the, the social workers were coming and taking blind people's children because they were blind. They would take them from the hospital. They were, ta- and I, I was, and when I heard about it, I was like, how can they do that? Well, how is that a thing? <laughs> Why is that a thing? How it's far a thing because so and you know and and it's a it's a thing. Well, I I I can well I, I I don't know, but I can give you my opinion, and then you can tell us what you think. I think it's a thing because we still live in a we live in a great country, and we also live in a country with with many people who are ignorant and who 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 simply. Come, come closer, please, please come closer to your microphone. Who come, who just, um, you know, there are just some people who are, are very, very, very ignorant people. And oftentimes many of these people, by the way, of course I support you. And of course I support you for adopting and I support that bill that says, of course, absolutely yes, blind people can be parents. Um, and a lot of these, uh, you know, people who are in, in the social workers, you know, some of them mean well, but they simply are misinformed. They simply are either simply just, just ignorant people, okay? Or other times it's, other times it's that they just are just simply not educated on the issues. They just simply don't know that a blind person like you could and can and is caring for their child. At the same time, I also believe that a blind person can be a great parent like you or or they could be a horrible parent who could be doing horrible things to their children. And so that's a blind it, it goes person both ways. or anyone anyone can do that. It has right. It's so, not a so blind what I'm, thing. So what I'm saying, you know, just just to be just to be on the safe side, just to be careful, just to show all of the, you know, all, both sides, both sides of, of, of a court case. Well, I, I have to say, though. And I, I know that obviously you are not doing this, but if a blind person is, I don't know, doing illegal things in their home, abusing their child, then of course the social worker does have the right to come and take the child if there's, you know, probable cause and true evidence that they're doing that. But to the great blind people like you who love their children, of course not. The, mm-hmm. you, you definitely, you definitely have the right to be a parent and the, the social workers need to leave you alone and the fact and simply the most concerning part of all of it is the fact that they have to have a bill that says that blind people can do anything. That's the really scary part. Right. Because it's been it's been proven over hundreds of years now that blind people can do things. So I'm glad we're getting into this. You know, this this topic interests me um, as someone who is blind. It interests me mainly because I, I care. Um, and what else do you know about the bill and um so now are you a resident of Nevada? Um, do, you, do you go to uh, the state house there in Carson City? What, t- tell me more about what you know about this particular uh, legislation. I don't know very much about the legislation. I, I just learned about it. And um, mm. the person who told me, I, I just, I'm back and forth in between here in St. Louis. So I'm kinda, I move, we move around, but mostly we're in Nevada. My daughter goes to school here and everything. 
Um, but I just joined the National Federation for the Blind last January, and they made me their vice president in October. It was so funny. But um, I just heard about it from our president, and um, she was telling me that they had to fight for a young lady to get her child. And um, there was, a like, a whole big court thing, and they ended up giving her a child back, but they ended up mm. having to take her again for other reasons um, okay that See, had nothing so, to do with her being blind she just but they ended up having to get that bill passed because they originally were taking the child because the lady was blind she just ended up not really being ready to be a mother so like i said that could be anyone you don't have to be blindsided it could be anyone right but it is it is part of it is part of the equation and you see that, that that's a problem because that uh, family judge or civil judge or even administrative law judge, whoever they are or might be, they would remember that that blind person then in the end proved that they were not capable. <clears throat> that's a problem. That's, yes, that's, and, a, and that's a big, and, big problem. And we're under the microscope because of something like that. But, again, if you're going to do it, you go into it like you would go to through into anything that you want. You go in there with confidence. You show proof that you can do this and, you know, they can't, they'll, they'll, you might get some naysayers. I had one, you know, um, who was in the system. I had a lot of family and friends who were like, you should not be doing this. But, um, there was a social worker who was at the hospital and she was take, she was going to take the baby anyway. <clears throat> and I won't get into the reason why, <clears throat> but, um, we had to argue with her. And eventually go over her head because she was saying we have families lined up for this baby. You can't give her the baby. And we had already established that I was taking the baby home. So we ended up having to go over her head. And sometimes you have to do that. You have to fight past the person who's the uh, obstacle is exactly that an obstacle. You can go over, under, around or through it. OK, so if it's something that you really want, if it's something that you're capable of of doing don't let anyone stand in your way i will run someone down to get what i want if i really want it <laughs> well well i well i i agree you got you you, you got it right for for for, uh, for for sure for sure um and that's that's really interesting to see you know how um, how society, you know, interacts with with the disability community, not not just that parenting issue, although that that is a big deal. Of course, it's critical, especially for, um, you know, blind people who have children. That's a critical thing. Um, and and it's also very strange. Uh, there's probably uh, more to. Well, I, I mean, obviously, it's totally fine if if you do not want to give all of the details. I completely com completely understand. No, but I'm an open book. <laughs> But you see, there's obviously see what I'm saying. What I'm saying to these types of stories, these types of legal stories, is there's always two sides of the story. There's you know there's always more information about it. You know, um, I mean there could be there could be a lot of reasons why. Um, the, the other thing, the other thing that I would wonder is was that whoever that blind person was, were they, I don't know, were they represented properly by by a lawyer? Were they counseled properly before before hearing? Uh, you know, there would be a lot of questions that I would ask about that. At the end of the day, though, here's what it comes down to. 
Either you're a great parent or you're a horrible parent. Uh-huh. Either you're a success or a failure. There's no, I don't really do, I don't really do, sh- yeah, what's it called? Uh, sh- um, shades of Grey. Uh, I, I don't do that on Aaron's show. If you talk to me, uh, you know, on my show or privately, one on, you know, privately, private messaging, you'll discover pretty quickly that I'm, I'm a pretty, I'm a pretty brutally honest person. There's, and I don't do, I don't do shades of gray either. Hot, cold, left, right, up, down. Either, either it is or it's not. Uh-huh. Um, I think that, I, I think it goes both ways. I think blind people need to be, need to be cautious how we interact appropriately with the system. I think the system needs to get educated on what the facts are. And I think anytime a blind person goes before any judge for any reason, they need to be properly counseled and equipped with a a lawyer who's able to appropriately um, and respectfully defend them in a in a legal and appropriate way. Yes. Because the reason because the reason the reason I'm saying this to listeners is I feel that blind people, when we get out into into society, especially in public places, oftentimes and sometimes do not come across appropriately. And I think. That this is something that, of course, I've ne- I never noticed growing up, but now that I'm an adult, I'm starting to notice and understand it. That sighted people do care and they do take offense, and they, it is a a an, an offensive issue in the blindness community. But the fact is, this is what I was saying before I started the recording: blind people need to get a grip and need to start interacting with sighted people in a way that sighted people feel is appropriate to them. So it it. it it does. It does go. It does go both ways. Is is what I think about that issue. I and think you know, that we. I yes, think yes. that we are at a disadvantage. Some of us, most of us, all of us. Well, everyone who I've met, anyway, we are socially awkward because while um, I did have family that um, I, I went to schools in public schools, so I was mainstreamed. Um, I had family who I, I just actually started hanging around blind people um, really in the past two years, but I never had before because that's not who I grew up with. Um, I would only see them in school every once in a while and, you know, we didn't hang out at school. So I think that a lot of us don't have proper social skills and that's something that we need to try to develop and try to go out in the world and develop social skills. And I talked about this on my show before. We have to get outside of our box. We have to go yes. out in the world. And you we did have say, to I heard live. you say that. Yes, you're right. You're right. You have to get out of the you said something like you have to like get out of the zone or something. I was saying get 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 out of our box. <laughs> we need box. to get out of our yeah. We need to get okay. Out well, of on Aaron's box. show, you know, on Aaron's <laughs> show, on Aaron's show, can 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 it can it be a zone? Can you do me a favor and get out of your zone? Get out of your zone. Get out of your zone. Yes, you have to get out of your zone on Aaron's show. I love it. Um, there you go. And there go out go. in the world and live and see what's going on in the world. And um, I'm going to actually discuss this on um, my next show, I think. Um, there's a lot of us who have anger issues. Mm-hmm. We, we are angry at the world. We're angry at our life. We're angry at God. And we're taking it out on um, people around around us, and it makes people not want to be around us. I have met so many people who said, you know, after we had a conversation, they said, you know what, you're pretty cool, Jen. Um, I've met a couple of blind people before and they were so mean and somebody actually asked me like why are blind people mean 
And I said, well, yeah. blind people aren't mean. I'm not mean. <laughs> you know, I, you know, you know what, what you anger issues. We have yeah. anger issues. And I think there's, you know, you're really, you know, I, I thought I liked your video. I thought this was going to be good. And, you know, the thing is, I, 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 I've, I'm on the other side of the country from you somewhere in an undisclosed location, of course. But um, I will tell you that I have noticed the same thing from my side of the country, the blind community. Uh, to me, many of not all of them, but many of them are incredibly are incredibly angry and resentful and angry people to be around. And so I don't associate myself with them. I don't, I just, I've just learned to simply kind of just sort of not, um, not acknowledge that, that bad behavior. But I, I think the, the problem here is that when blind people have all of these issues and the anger and then when they, you know, then when they go to, and I'm, and I'm certainly not saying that this is what happened in the, in the, uh, children case or anything like that with the with the justice system. But then if you're all angry and all that, well, that affects things. You know, when you go before a judge, whether it's administrative, civil, criminal, uh, family, whoever, if you go if you go before a judge and you're all angry. With Metro and the best deal in wireless, whatever your goal, however you hustle, you can rule your day. Get two lines with 5G access included for just $35 a month per line period with taxes and regulatory fees always included so you know exactly how much you pay every month all on america's largest 5g network at no extra charge plus at metro get the latest 5g phones like a samsung galaxy for less than a hundred bucks when you switch that's the best deal in wireless so you can take control of your day wherever it takes you metro by t-mobile empowering you to rule your day Requires auto pay. First month is $40 per line for two lines. Samsung A51 requires port from eligible carrier and ID validation limited to two per account. Coverage not available in some areas. See Metro by T-Mobile.com or store for details. Rule the day the plant-based way with the new vegan mixed berry from Smoothie King. Powered by whole non-GMO fruits, oat milk, and vegan protein, it's a dairy-free plant-based smoothie you can feel great about. With 13 grams of protein and half your daily fiber, it's an easy way to get the essential nutrients your body craves. Skip the line and order online for pickup or delivery. Smoothie King, rule the day.